guess who's back in the house? We are with some new episodes after a longer than we wanted to hiatus. Wait, I think the last time we posted was like November of last year. Isn't that wild? It, a lot has happened. We're pretty much, you know, in different freaking places in life and just different people. But we're happy to be back. I mean, what were you doing? What were you doing November of last year? What was I doing? I I remember I, I drank an entire bottle of wine by myself for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was lucky <laughs> drunk. <laughs> and like everyone else in my family was totally sober and I was the only one like clearly going through something. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow. Last year at this time, oh my gosh, last November, I literally, I think I was home for like a week. And then the other three weeks of the month, I was traveling. Like I would travel oh for my work. God. And then I traveled to Phoenix for Thanksgiving. Like, I cannot believe that was an entire year ago almost. Where that's insane. No, like a year went by, but it really does not feel like that. <laughs> No, I remember it like literally yesterday. It's wild. That is wild, wild. Well, we're happy to be back. And I think that, you know, since we've been gone for a year, we kind of would like to do a little bit of a reintroduction to what this podcast is about, how we started it and who we are. So who are you? What's your name? <laughs> Where you come from? <laughs> That's a What's question I've been story? trying to find the answer to for a long time. Um. Well, I mean, D Dylan and I, we've been friends for about going on six years now. And we met when we were just little teeny weenies um, in uh, university or college. I was 20 years old and I think you were 21, right? We had was, just turned 20 and 21. Yeah, which is how we realized we had the same birthday, but just a year apart, which was wild. I mean, stars aligned really when we met. Um even though it took a while to get close. Um, but w Dylan and I, we have had this friendship for several years now. And honestly, he is probably my closest friend. Now he is my closest friend at this point. You're like my sister. Um, you're one of the Martinez twins, <laughs> the Martinez <laughs> triplets. <laughs> um, because for those who don't know, I do have a twin sister. And I mean, we started our friendship off in person, obviously hanging out in college getting drunk, you know, complaining about school, trying Adderall, all the normal things <laughs> 20 and 21 year olds do. But as time progressed, we just continued friends with these like phone calls and FaceTimes and FaceTime audios. And we would just have these deep ass conversations. And much like anybody else um, in this day and age, we thought it was a wonderful idea to turn that into a podcast. So here we are. <laughs> Well, we had always, like, well, like, I just remember we would always, like, talk on the phone and be, like, oh, my gosh, like, that could be, like, our conversation could could have totally just been a podcast. And, like, because we were always, just so brilliant. <laughs> and we would always, and like, we would always talk about it and say, like, okay, no, we need to do a podcast. And then in 2020, since we were, everybody was literally, like, at home, we were, like, fuck it. And at that point, like the the digital landscape was like everything was fucking virtual, like interviews are virtual, videos are virtual, podcasts are virtual. So we were like, fuck it. 
let's just do a podcast. Like, let's set up, send the Zoom link. Like, let's start this fucking podcast. So that's kind of like how this podcast or the idea for this podcast got formed. Now, do you want to like give them the backstory of like why it's called Friend Time Audio? I mean, if there's really a backstory, it's just like for those of you who get it, um, Friend Time Audio is a take on words on FaceTime Audio. And the reason behind that is that FaceTime Audio is substantially better and higher quality over phone calls than a regular phone call would be. And obviously, sometimes when you do FaceTime audio, or no, just sorry, FaceTime video, somebody, you know, it's choppy, doesn't really work, or you just like look like shit and don't want to be on camera. So we mostly FaceTime audio each other every time. And that's how we stay up to date with, you know, what's going on with our lives. And Dylan has pretty much become like a close confidant, a close friend, like I was saying, a sister. And FaceTime audio has really... I mean, enabled us to be able to do that and maintain friends. Do you think that if we were like in the 1800s or even early 1900s before telephones, would we be writing letters to each other and sending postcards? Well, we've talked about this before. I'm not the type of person. I would be miserable in the 1800s. Like (laughs) people should talk technology and social media all the time for very good reasons they're very valid but bitch if i can't if i can't live in a world without google or no if i can't live in a world with google i don't i don't want to live in that world i don't want to live in the fucking 1800s like i'd fucking die but also really quick friend time audio like angela was saying is like a play on words with facetime audio it just has like the word friend in it. And when we were thinking of like titles for the podcast, she like randomly said it. And I was like, no, that, that, that's genius. <laughs> so that's how we got the name for it. Um, but yeah, no, I guess we would be writing letters or like sending fucking doves. I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. I'm happy. Sending doves. That to me sounds way better. Send me a fucking dove. Don't text me at 3 a.m. You up. <laughs> if Who's it's not texting a dove, you, you can't get out of here. Who's texting you that? <laughs> um, no one. <laughs> um, um, what's like the craziest? Okay, wait. Uh, spur of the moment. What's like the craziest thing? Craziest or like thing that has stood out? in your life the most within the past year like is there one thing that's like bitch that was wild i know i know what for you the craziest thing is it something i would really like to share publicly it's about something oh pretty much your girl decided to try snowboarding back in january of last of you know this year Sorry, y'all. There's a dog. In my what, was, what, what was that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and um, yeah, no, I freaking broke my wrist and it was miserable and a commission for three freaking months, if not more than that. And it sucks, y'all. If you're going to go snowboarding, please don't <laughs> learn from me. Well, what was wild is that... Um... 
it was so like last minute for you. You were just like, like you had gotten invited and you were like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going snowboarding. And I was like, snowboarding. <laughs> Cause okay. Right. One thing, one thing about me, I am not an outdoors person. Like, by any stretch of the imagination. I don't like camping. I don't like uh, extreme sports, like mountain climbing, any of that shit. I'm, I'm very averse to all of that. And if that makes me boring, fine. But I was just You're like- You're a glamping gal. Not even, not even glamping. I don't want to be anywhere. I love nature. Dylan like love, hates outdoors. <laughs> like I love looking at it, but like, and then going to my like five-star hotel, like- um but yeah I was shocked to hear that you were going snowboarding I've always been an adventurous person but obviously there's just some things you shouldn't really do spur of the moment but you know what in the past year breaking my wrist has really like pivoted my life in a weird way I'm just a completely different person it made me reevaluate so many things so I mean yeah that's that's kind of what happened to me and Word of advice, yeah, don't do an extreme sport if you're not entirely committed to maybe breaking one of your fucking bones. <laughs> so you had to get, like, surgery oh, surgery. Yeah. Like, I got surgery, and this all happened in, the, in like, ugh, like, not even two weeks. You know, I broke my wrist, and then five, six days later, I found out you actually need surgery because your bone is, you know, going to be misaligned, and it's going to cause problems in the future. So they, um, you know, made us like, a, I think it was like a six inch incision or three inch incision. I can't remember the fucking measurements, but I have a metal plate with nine screws in my wrist. So, and it hurts when it rains, you guys, it's true what they say. The myth is real. Like if it's going to rain, your wrist is going to hurt. Or if it's cold, I'm really not looking forward to that. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Like you literally had to go like under the knife like this was not like a a sprained wrist like this was like I don't know that's wild to me I just never I don't know I never thought you'd be the type of person to break to get a, surgery to break a bone like I know yeah yeah I don't think I would I would um risk myself like that again it's really not worth it I mean it's not like I can go and buy another wrist on Amazon mm -mm, you get one <laughs> and it's my dominant hand too to make it all you know better <laughs> yeah. but what was the moment for you Dylan I'm trying to think there have been a lot of I'm not gonna lie this past like year for me has been kind of wild like it's been it's been a lot of ups and downs I'm trying to think, like, what's the one, or, like, what's one, like, big crazy thing that stood out to me? Um, I don't know. I think, like, one, one thing that I'm, like, that I feel like, oh, okay, my life is, like, not changing, but, like, when I went to New York this past summer to see my family that I hadn't seen in like literally forever. I was really happy. And I feel like that did kind of change my life in a sense that I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm like an adult adult as much as I don't feel like it. I'm like, literally, I don't know. I'm a full ass adult. I live by myself and I'm like traveling by myself and I'm responsible for myself. Like, 
That's fucking wild. You That's didn't feel of... that way when you moved across the country to Florida? <laughs> I think I started to, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just had that realization and... Yeah, it's fucking wild. I feel like that's boring in comparison to a broken wrist. But <laughs> hey, some of us lead more exciting lives Ugh. than the other. <laughs> Ugh, don't even remind me. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it, these are both, you know, things happen in lives and it just, just happened to happen in my life and in your life it was different. But regardless, I think the point is that we've grown a lot. There's been a lot of evolution personally and even professionally. Now coming back to this podcast, I'm excited. I'm excited for what, you know, this will bring. And um, we are really looking to grow a community online of like-minded people. And, you know, we're also Latinos um, living in Estados Unidos. And we want to connect with other people like us, people that are from our own generation and have some shit to talk about we got some shit to say so that actually that's a good transition just like for the listeners just really quick like who who are you like what's your name like what's your background (laughs) like why are we listening to you right now so my name is angela i'm a 25 year old girl living in arizona um why are you listening to me because I have a big mouth and a bestie who really brings it out of me. Um, no, really, like I said, we're just trying to build community and you know, it, it, we live such a short life. Who cares if a ton of other people are starting podcasts and you don't think you're worth you know, starting one as well? For us, it's really like it's something we wanted to do and we're going for it and we're just going to go for this ride and see what happens. And if we have another year-long hiatus... You know, that's fine too. We might come back, we might not. But regardless, um, I'm happy we're doing this. And I mean, really, that. what else is there to know about me? Um, I'm a doggy mom. <laughs> I identify as a doggy mom. If you can't hear the dog barking in the background. Can no, you I'm hear kidding. him? No, it should have the noise reduction on. So hopefully not. No, if I can barely hear him in this room, as long as you can hear my voice over his, we're good. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm a Virgo queen, um, with a broken wrist, a big mouth and big dreams in this world. Period. Yeah. So my name is Dylan. I'm 26 years old. I just turned 26. Um, I'm also a Virgo queen. What else? I don't know. I know, right? I'm it's like, like all of a sudden I'm... when people ask you, your mind goes blank and you're like, who well, am I? <laughs> okay, so one thing about me and Exula, one thing about me and Exula, <laughs> one thing about me and Angela is like she said, we are both I like Exula like... better. Exula. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Shangela better. Oh, that's already taken though. And so is Angie Martinez. It's already an Angie Martinez out there. Oh yeah, and she's like a radio personality. Yeah. Damn, Following girl. in her foot in her footsteps. <laughs> um, okay, but one thing about me and Angela is that yeah, like we are both um very proudly Latino. I'm Cuban, Angela's Mexican. Um, and that's like a huge part of our identities and like a huge part of um of what we'll bring to like this podcast like that's like the the point of view that we 
um, come from. So yeah, like I'm trying to think of like what else about me. I do, I do fucking love podcasts, especially like recently. I fucking love a good, thick, long, juicy podcast. Um, so I'm happy that we're doing this and hopefully we don't have another year long hiatus. <laughs> hopefully. No, I think we'll, my energy is different this time and I think so is yours. But moving on to what we wanted to talk about more is the topic of being long distance friends. I mean, we would love to hear from any of you who do have long distance you know, close friendships, best friendships, friendships where you still talk every day, you still make time to see each other somehow. I guess it's almost like a long distance relationship. But I mean, any relationship worth having, you know, requires some I'm not dating you. <laughs> You're not my boyfriend. <laughs> so yeah, for oh, that's what I should have fucking mentioned. So I, Angela and I live on opposite ends of Los Estados Unidos. I live yeah. in um miami florida so i'm on the southeast and anzo lives in uh tucson arizona fuck should i have said tucson i know i'm like don't have my location like that no it's fine there's a million people in pima county it's fine <laughs> i think there's two million so we're good um but yeah <laughs> we live in different states and i don't know i was just kind of like thinking the other day like wow we really we really fucking maintain a very close and like I would say fulfilling friendship, um, even though like we don't live in the same place. And you know, we haven't lived in the same place since college because after I graduated college, I um, I moved to a different city. So, um, so we've really only been in the same place for like two years, maybe not even like a year. And the rest of that has been long distance yeah so like we mentioned we've been friends for like almost six years which is wild okay what really quick well i know like we've talked about this but for people listening like what was your first impression of me and i'll oh. say what came was for you oh so the first thing i noticed about you dylan we actually met at a job on campus we have episodes before that mention all about how we met but you were wearing a Carly and Aaron shirt. And I was too shy at the time, a little bit too insecure, a little bit too in my shell to say anything about it because, you know, it was a new job and I was just kind of keeping to myself that first day. But I noticed you were wearing a Carly and Aaron shirt. And for those who are fellow content consumers on YouTube and all the good things, um, Carly and Aaron were like an iconic duo from that David Dobrik group vlog squad um, in their prime. And you were wearing one of their shirts and I just, I noticed that about you and I noticed like your vibe was very much, um, I just thought you were a cool person. I just can't put it into other words. I just knew your energy was like, oh, he's a cool bitch. And I did, I did not get the, um, <laughs> at the time you were a, still a straight man. So <laughs> I didn't Wait, get the vibe it? that you were fruity back then. You were hiding it well. <laughs> really i was hiding it well well if, for the first impression yeah but later on i was like oh <laughs> maybe uh yeah yeah no that's very true i but i was trying to hide it but that's a maybe you know what maybe that's a topic for another podcast um but wow that's crazy i've actually gotten that before like sometimes people have asked me like 
um were you like pop i can tell you were like popular in high school and i'm like the way that that is like not true at all it's the confidence yeah well that's nice my first impression of angela i feel like i didn't really have a strong first impression of you because like you said like we work together and i think like you and a few other people had just started so i was like oh it's just another new bitch but i will say i do remember the very first like conversation we had and there was like a you can just tell that we clicked right away because like my first conversation we left like knowing that we had the same birthday that we both worked at starbucks for the same amount of time and that we were both like super into like youtube so i was like okay but it's crazy because we didn't become friends like it's not like we immediately became friends but in the back of my mind i was like she's cool like i can tell like i feel like you can tell when you like click with someone we definitely clicked so that brings me to my one of my questions what is your list number one your favorite thing and then your least favorite thing about being long distance friends and then we can get into maybe some tips for other people who do have long distance friends. Yeah. Okay. So my fave, well, let's do least favorite. <laughs> I think my, Oh, least I have favorite... a good one. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing is just, there are times where I'm feeling emotional, like on a, on different scales. So emotional, whether I'm like really happy And I want to, like, do something, like, with, you know, literally my best friend and, like, go out and get a drink or go out for dinner and just, like, have a fun time or emotional in the sense of, like, I'm feeling really sad and I just want my friend to be there for me. There are times where I'm just, like, feeling emotional and I'm just, like, fuck, like, I wish you were just here. Like, it's it's one thing to, like, hear, to talk Mm -hmm. to someone over the phone, but it's, like, a different thing to have someone in person, like. And for those, for for a lot of people now, like a lot of people have work from home jobs where, you know, your relationship with your coworkers is completely virtual. And so just like imagine that, but like with your friends, it's just like, it's, you know, fine for the most part, but there are some times where you're just like, it's, it would be such a different vibe if you were physically here. So that's like, my least favorite thing is that I can't just like call you up and be like, Hey, like, let's go get coffee or let's go to dinner. That We can't actually hang out. If we hang out, we have to, it has to be something planned. It's either I fly to Miami or you fly to Arizona and I meet you in Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? That's probably my least favorite thing. Um, honestly, is that it, it's just, I love that we're able to, to be friends and, And this, I will say, being a long-distance friend will really only work if the two of you are emotionally mature and, you know, respectful people of each other's time and feelings. Because there's times I feel like talking to you and I have so much to say and share. And you just, you're like, no, like, I can't. It's fucking late. There's a time difference. You know, it's like, it just, it only works if you're, if you're, you know, if you've been friends for a while and you you demonstrate that you're a great friend. Um... And those are hard to find sometimes. So I'm definitely very grateful. But my other least favorite thing I want to mention is that <laughs> obviously our main way of connecting is through the phone. So there's times like I'm eating on the phone or like you're washing dishes on the phone. And it is just the most annoying thing. I don't know if y'all have ever heard somebody 
freaking like I, it sounds like you're like washing a freaking big ass skillet when I'm on the phone with you and you're just like filling your water jug or something I just I'll do you one better when you're in the middle of pouring your entire heart out <laughs> words of tears and your friend says hold on I'm going to drive through can I have some fries and a large diet Pepsi please <laughs> And then I'm like, okay, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, yeah, like shit like that. Because obviously, like, we have shit to do, you know? Like, we have our own lives. We have our own routines. And, like, y'all know we're Virgos, so we need our fucking... We have very specific routines, and we don't stray away from that. Yeah, I can't. I'm in a bad Um, mood if I do. So... Yeah, but but it is just, like, frustrating with that. And also, like, full tea. Why is cell service so terrible? We're in the year 2022. Like, I agree. I feel like cell service is horrible everywhere Get it together. I go. Yeah. Um, so if there was ever a time the electric grid just failed the entire United States of America, would you write me a letter, Dylan? <laughs> I fucking guess. I fucking guess. I hate you. <laughs> You'd rather go like no contact for an un, uh, you know, a time we don't even know how long, and then write me a letter. Cool. Basically, <laughs> if my cell phone dies, like that's the end of our friendship. <laughs> Imagine people who go to the military who like aren't supposed to have their cell phones on them for I don't know. I'm not too well versed in all that that, but there's people who have to write letters and like send postcards while they're on, you know, a leave. Oof, could not be me. Um, but okay, so what are what are some things that we like about being long distance friends? I will go first because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person. My love language, my two main love languages, are words of affirmation and quality time. Like those, the rest of the love languages are fine and good. But for me, in any relationship, whether it's friendship, romantic, whatever, family, um, those things are like, those are the two number one things. Words of affirmation, quality time. So I feel like for me, the reason why just like day to day, I feel so fulfilled with our friendship is because we, well, yeah, like we give each other that, like we're we're, we talk we make time to talk on the phone and you know really talk about our days and like you know give a give each other the encouragement that we need so like that's words of affirmation and then like the quality time like we'll be on the phone for like an hour or two and like that's all I need like as long as you can make time for me like that's all I really care about and I feel like that has that is why it's been like so fulfilling for me like our friendship and why i sometimes i'm like i even forget i don't forget obviously but i'm just like oh yeah like that's like my closest friend and no she doesn't like live anywhere near me you know forget you're such a bitch i'm joking 
No, that that's a very good point. Um, it is, it is, uh, I think if we lived in person, we owe it to ourselves at some point to live in the same city, if not, you know, a drivable distance. Um, but I do think that for me, my favorite part is, yeah, the fact that I can call you up, you know, and I know like most of the time you'll answer and like, we can talk about anything. That's the coolest part. But the, the better part is that when we do visit each other, it's like this whole trip and we get to plan it and it's a whole weekend. And especially, you know, lucky for me, you live in Miami. I get to like go to Miami whenever the F I want and I can stay with you and eat all your food and use all your skincare. <laughs> okay, wait, side note. Every time we do visit each other, we send each other grocery list items of like, okay, I need this, this, that, and this. And we have each other go to the store and get all of our like very specific and necessary items. It's the funniest thing. Um, but my favorite part is that, you know, that we can maintain our long distance friendship and also visit each other in person and it's even better. But I am excited for the day that we can, and I think we will at some point. We have to. Dylan is pretty much going to be a lifelong friend to me. I know that in my heart. And um, we can, you know, visit each other and be travel buddies even. That's something else we've talked about. Um, but I think I think for anyone else listening that has a long distance friend, like really we would love to hear your experience with it and how y'all make it work to be besties and um, still talk and make time for each other. Um, I will say one, cause we used to both live in Arizona and we were a drivable distance from each other for, for a while. But when I moved to Florida, at least for me, the one thing that did have, we did have to get used to was the time, time zone, yeah. because I am, I mean, right now, um i'm three hours ahead mm -hmm. and that for me it was always like because i'd you know i it would be like 10 o'clock and i'd be like whatever just like texting you and be like oh why isn't she responding and then it's like oh shit like it's <laughs> 7 a.m over there like so that but and even sometimes it's just like annoying it's like fuck like can we just be in the same time zone so kind of like what you were saying like when we are together it's such an event because it's like not mm -hmm. only am i seeing you but like we're literally like in real time right which is yeah which is way nicer and i will say daylight savings time is coming up in november is that what it's wait yeah. did that like did in they november. cancel her <laughs> is she no longer didn't they say like daylight savings is like no longer or something like that uh, you know what? I'm going to be real with you. I live in a state where we don't really pay attention to that. Therefore, I don't really know. But I do know that when it gets darker here, um, which is around October, November time, the fall and winter, it doesn't it? Yeah, it gets darker over there too, which makes it that we're only two hours at a time difference, not three, which is a little bit better, especially when, you know, we're recording a podcast and doing other things um are you so, texting yeah. what and doing other things i said no what no i said are you texting no my phone's not even near me sir for your information um so what are some like okay 
let's say that somebody comes up to you and is like, hey, I have a long distance friend. Like, what are some tips on how to like maintain that friendship? Like, what would you tell that person? See, it's it's difficult because I think for you and me, everything has felt so natural. Like, it's not like pulling teeth. It's not like I have other friendships, you know, where I love them to death. But for whatever reason, it's just hard to keep in touch or, you know, it's hard to like make plans with them. Or, you know, you just have those friends that you see once every two, three months. And that's totally fine, too. Every relationship is different. But I would say that if you do have a long distance friendship, you're probably already the kind of friends that like you can talk whenever and you're not you know that no matter how much time goes by or how much time you talk to each other every time you pick up your phone it's like something new kind of like the mat it's a magical friendship kind of like in sex in the city you know samantha carrie um charlotte and miranda you know no matter how different their lives are and where how different things become some of them move away some of them get married get divorced get pregnant their common the common thread throughout their their entire lives is that they maintain a friendship and you can really only do that with certain kind certain kinds of people so i think that that if you have that person in your life you know that's amazing you're already you know so blessed to have someone like that um and then just to maintain that i think just like i, I don't know <laughs> what do we do like be respectful of each other's time you know be honest with can you actually talk right now can you not i don't know you know make make time to like watch movies together on the phone make time to talk about certain things on the phone and i don't know you know to me it just comes really natural so i'm not really sure if i have straightforward advice more so just you know go with what feels right wow that was horrible advice no i'm joking <laughs> i feel like it was though <laughs> I think, well, I mean, yes, it's true. It, it does really come natural to us. Like, it's not something that we have to consciously think about. But I will say one thing about you and me is that we both value communication. Mm -hmm. And we both value kind of like what I was saying before about our routines. Like, we both value our, I don't know how to, I don't know, like, how to spin it. Like, we both value, like, our lives and, like, you know, our, our independence. So I would say like the, because like we both value communication and the sense of like, when, when we are talking, we always like make sure that it's like effective communication. Mm -hmm. And like what I was talking about, like with the quality time, it's not just, yeah, we talk, you can make time with somebody to talk on the phone, but if you're just like, how was your day? Good. How was your day? Good oh cool like that's <laughs> or if you're not, just disengaged if you're not engaged like so i think yes make time to like talk to your long distance bestie but like make sure that it's um that it's quality time even if you don't have to talk for an hour even if it's like 15 minutes i mean angela and i have like other long distance friends that we keep up with and we like, you know, every so often we talk on the phone with them for like 15, 20 minutes, just like, hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, miss you, can't wait to see you. Okay, bye. And that's like more than enough to maintain a relationship or a friendship, I think. Um, and I also like full tea, I feel like when you're an adult, 
you kind of just have long distance friends like people you know once you graduate high school once you graduate college and you know people start their lives like people move all over like everybody has a different path so i think also just being comfortable with the fact that like you can be friends with somebody even though you don't live in the same place as them i feel like that even that mindset kind of goes far into actually maintaining that friendship mm-hmm. agreed agreed so if you are a long distance friend let us know leave it in the comments below follow us on you know our social social medias which we'll link to um below in the description um but on to the next topic we this is also a, a podcast where we we love the cheese we love a good cheese we love a good pop culture moment, hot topic moment, Wendy Williams moment. We wanted to talk about <laughs> not Wendy Williams. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I miss her so much. Um I hope she's, she's doing, doing well. okay. Yeah. I we all do. We all do. Um but we wanted to talk about what is his last name? Ned from the Try Guys. Ned Fulmer. The news hit this morning. So this is coming at you real real quick. Where we, my dog just threw a toy at me. (laughs) So, So, okay. As, as, because I know, Angela, do you watch the Try Guys? Like, no, I, I I will say I am not an avid watcher in the way I'm an avid watcher. And I am very familiar. I'm very familiar. I'm an avid watcher. So, let me break this news. Okay. You do it first. You do it first. (laughs) So, Imagine little old me waking up at six in the morning, which I never fucking do. But also, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a little bit sick. <laughs> um, imagine it's little the Rona, old me. isn't it? No, it's not the fucking Rona. <laughs> I swear it's not. Um, but imagine little old me waking up at 6 a.m., drinking my little coffee, going on my little TikTok and seeing a video of breaking news, Ned Fulmer from the Try Guys. Breaking news, everybody. Has, a well, at this point, it's not allegedly, but has allegedly cheated on his wife, Ariel. And, like, just mm-hmm. to give you guys a little bit of background for those who, like, because a lot of people, I feel like I saw this tweet that was, like, there are two camps of people people who love the Try Guys and are invested in this and people who have literally never heard of the fucking Try Guys ever. So if you're in that camp of like, who are the Try Guys? Basically, the Try Guys, they're um, YouTubers. They have their own channel um, and they do a variety of content, a lot of which they just like try different like activities and different food a a lot of their content is based on like food and stuff like that but they used to be a part of buzzfeed back in the day um but then they like they they all left buzzfeed and they started their own they have uh, 7.84 million subscribers on youtube yeah so they're pretty big but so each so there's four guys there's four try guys there's eugene keith Zach and Ned 
And they each have obviously kind of like their own like little personality, their quirks, their mm-hmm. kind of like what they're interested in. And a huge part of Ned specifically was that he loves his wife. Ned, fuck. One thing about Ned is that he loves his fucking wife. He said it. He says it constantly. Yikes. In every video, like he loves his wife, Ariel. And then, you know, they had two children together. They bought a house together. Like it's it's been documented extensively that Yikes. His, na- his name is Ned Fulmer mm-hmm. and he loves his wife and his How wife, Ethan, he has two kids. <laughs> so, and also I should say about his wife is that, and for all the Try Guys partners is that they are heavily involved in the channel. They have a bunch of spinoffs that they do. They have a bunch of podcasts. One of the podcasts is called You Can't Sit With Us. And it's all of the Try Guys partners. Oh um, no! Just like in a in a podcast, like talking all of their shit. wives or, or partners, right? So oh it's, no! Yeah, so it's Ariel, who's Ned's wife; Becky, who's Keith's wife; um, Maggie, who's Zach's fiance, and then um, what's his fucking name? Matt, who is Eugene's boyfriend. Um, they all have a podcast. So this isn't. The reason why it's like so shocking is yeah he obviously cheated but it's like how much investment of the relationship that we the audience know about ned and his family and like just all the connection to it that's why for me it's like fucking shocking so yeah apparently or no well they've admitted this he's admitted this now but ned fulmer he cheated on his wife with here's the fucking kicker with an employee at the try guys company who wow who is engaged oh my god it gets worse wow wow it's yeah it's fucking wild apparently they were at a club together and they like made out and honestly maybe we'll link like some some posts or some videos that like can explain it in full i'm not gonna explain literally everything but mm. i can hear my like nasally voice coming out <laughs> but yeah like- it's like it's fucking oh my goodness it is fucking wild so like tell I tell us thoughts. your thoughts Angie. oh Angie. i have thoughts the first thing that comes to mind for me first of all is ill I second of I, all, ew. First of all, ew, disgusting. I am literally so grossed out by this entire thing. Obviously, nobody knows truly what's going on behind closed doors, but from the looks of it, I saw his uh, Buzzfeed's post number one, which Buzzfeed decided. I don't know if you mentioned this. Um, Buzzfeed decided to drop Ned from the Try Guys because of this. They posted something along the lines saying, "Well, that, Buzzfeed you know, after- and the Try." BuzzFeed and the Try Guys aren't. Well, together, BuzzFeed though. still posted, or the Try Guys still posted. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. I saw BuzzFeed say something, but the Try Guys. I'm so sorry. The Try Guys had said that um, after further investigation, or you know, after further knowledge of this incident, we have decided to no longer work with Ned, um, and we thank you for your you know support in in this decision and this as we navigate this. His. Ned reposted that, which is wild to me. 
imagine that like being publicly outed as a cheater to your wife and mother of two children um and being exposed for being with a colleague a try guys colleague and then also um ned's wife had posted confirming everything saying that you know what she wishes for privacy in this difficult moment so obviously this is not a joke like this really happened and the other thing to me that comes to mind is how could you risk it all was it worth it was it worth it was it worth risking your marriage your how you make money how how does anybody gonna like you now your public perception your reputation the, the your livelihood the everything absolute, that you, you know ridiculousness build. of it all and then it got me thinking about cheaters right and why people cheat every some people like to say that it is normal some people like to say that it happens and while i can't understand that people make mistakes cheating is one thing but the larger cause of cheating is just having shitty fucking values and a shitty fucking moral compass and shitty character all of which you can probably tell right off the bat if you're really you know keen on knowing how to screen people <laughs> know if you're a good person or not but i i truly think it's just like it's a it, you got to go to therapy you got to go fix that you got to understand why is it that you're cheating why is it that you're risking not only yourself but everybody in your life the people you claim to love so much and also you know one more thought behind it as well is that um just that cheating is never excusable. I understand people make mistakes, but a mistake at this magnitude. And how old is he? He's got to be like nearing 40, he's, right? He's 30. No, he's like 33. You know better. Don't let anybody ever tell you cheating is a mistake or an accident or they'll never do it again. It's a very much a conscience, a conscious choice that you make. Um, and he chose to risk his wife, his career. Um, and something as iconic as the Try Guys, you know, will never be the same. And at, 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 you know what? He's probably also risking his friendships with his colleagues. He's, he, you know, he fucked up. And like, part of me really, like, as this was all unraveling today, I'm like, this has to be a try guys, try getting canceled video or something. <laughs> like, like it ha there's, because Ned, and I mean, Fulty, Ned, Who's net? Who's favorite Try Guys? Ned, like I'm sorry, not, but also not. He's always been boring to me. He's always yeah, no, unrelatable to me. Like whatever, he was just kind of there. Like I'm a Eugene girly, <laughs> but anyways, I'm like yeah, this has to be like for a video. But at this point, I was talking to my friend about it. I'm like, even if it was a video. It'd be like, no, bitch, this went way too far. This went way too far for a video. And I feel like it would still be like, what the fuck? You know, like it wouldn't be like, oh, ha ha ha. It'd be like, that wasn't funny. You know what I mean? No, it's very clearly not a joke. I I will say yeah. it's not a joke. It's real. And it's wild. I just, I really want to know how much money was on the table for him. Like how... How much money was he making? And for a second, I thought he was the one that was um, all the time uh, single, but that's actually Zach, right? Yeah, that's so well, not anymore. But not anymore. But for a long time, yeah, that was his whole thing. Wow. 
No, cheaters gonna cheat. Cheaters are people with really um. bad character. Um, and for the girlies like me who are single and looking to be with a person who's never not gonna cheat on them, you know, there are some simple tale signs. But I really do, in the beginning, that you can look out for. But I really do hope that his wife, you know, um, gets it together and leaves him. Or, you know, it's really hard to come back from something like that. That is absolute disrespect to a marriage and betrayal and dishonesty. It's never okay. It's never okay. And I'll, you can write yeah, that on I... my tomb. You can write that on my fucking tombstone. Cheating will never be okay. Like, I don't understand people who <laughs> who say it is. And the fact that it has been so public and like it's so hard to It's to hard for the fans. To. It's hard for the fans. It's hard for the fans. It's hard for Ariel. It's like it's hard for the kids who are young now, but like when they grow up, they're gonna I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can't delete anything. The internet is forever. Like they're gonna look back at fucking articles and tweets and videos of like their dad cheating Um, and this is something ned just like any cheater is gonna have to live with forever the fact that this is on you this is on nobody else but you wouldn't want to be that person and also like okay between ned and adam levine cheating (laughs) like what's with the white men cheating on their wives Dylan Something is not just white men. I mean let's take a t- let's take a look at all the NBA stars all the NFL stars all the, there's so many celebrities so many men that do cheat it's I it's meant ridiculous. like recently because recently Adam Levine mm. got caught yeah uh, cheating so mm-hmm. but anyways do we have any more thoughts on Ned's cheating ass not at the moment Twitter's blowing up about it I'm kind of <sighs> scrolling right now to see if there's anything good but no, I just think it's it's sad. I mean, come on now, like, do better. Go to therapy. Do better. Don't cheat on anybody. How how you're the one? You're the person who's gonna have to go to bed with yourself every single night. And I refuse to believe anybody's really okay with cheating unless they're awful, awful people. And some people are awful. Um. Okay. Well, we're almost at an hour. This has been. I fucking love this so much. Like this. I'm is honestly, so glad we're back. I'm so glad we're back and better than ever. And I hope for all of you guys listening that you follow us on socials at Friend Time Audio. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us. Please engage with us. We would love nothing more. You would put a smile on both of our faces. Until next time. Bye. Bye.